2: Welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Quentin, I've got my brother Travis with me as always. Uh, last week we covered Yes and their album from 1971, Fragile, and uh, we're going to kind of hang out in the prog rock Uh, Genre again today With a band called The Nice Who we covered a little bit last week Um, We're gonna Listen to a song from the same Album that we covered Last week from theirs Uh, Travis What you got for me?
1: Yeah so uh, we played a song by these guys Called Rondo Which was sort of a mashup Of uh, Blue Rondo A la Turk by the jazz piano player dave brubeck and sebastian box oh wait not sebastian bach the fucking um hair metal guy i'm talking about Johann sebastian Bach's toccata and fugue <laughs> 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 i didn't mean to pronounce oh, it that my. way what was what now oh let me just say it again and Johann Sebastian Bach's Toccata and Fugue in D minor. And it was sort of a um, an example of how early, early prog rock was doing, um, was sort of mashing up classical and, and rock and roll. And that was kind of, you know, started with, a lot of people say it started with the Moody Blues and uh, Days of Future Past, which we mentioned last week. And these guys are thrown in there as sort of um, early pioneers of progressive rock. So... The thing about. So,
2: and okay, um, how much time has passed between that Moody Blues record and this one?
1: I mean, a, f- a few months probably. So, this one came out in March of 68. Okay. Uh, the Moody Blues Days of Future Past came out in November of 67. So, yeah, you know, just a few months. Cool. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's around the same time. That Rondo song that we played last week did not feature any vocals, so I wanted to circle back, play another track. Dang, I had a nice little rhyme going there. Ooh, I like that. We're okay. gonna circle back, play another track.
2: Circle back, play another track. God, <laughs> <damn it. laughs> sorry.
1: Uh, you know, just to get give these guys a little bit more um, exposure, and um, the song is really dope too. So. Uh, you know, it's a sidetrack episode, so let's keep it nice and sweet. So the name of this album again is The Thoughts of Emmerlist Davjack, which is sort of a um anagram. It's a mashup of their last names, right? It's um a pseudonym, that's the proper term of okay. their last names. Immer being Keith Emerson of Emerson Lincoln Palmer. So that's kind of what they're you know. If you if you need to know like who who the, who the guys are in this group, Keith Emerson is, is really the big name that, that you would recognize. Um, I was reading up a little bit more about this and I thought this was just kind of funny. but um, one of the other members uh, Lee Jackson, after they recorded this record, I'm reading a story here online that says he became less and less reliable after beginning to use LSD, which he had first been exposed to, by David Crosby, who spiked oh, his course. drink. Of course.
2: God I damn know, it, dude. Crosby. Uh, dude. dude. I've,
1: I've, I've actually heard another story where David Crosby introduced some other musician to LSD. Like It just sounds like he was just walking around passing out LSD to whoever would take it from him.
2: When we fucking covered... Uh, Crosby, Sills, and Nash. No, we covered the Mamas and the Papas. Oh, that's right. Crosby and Mama Cass, dude. Like I feel like he was the one that introduced her to all those fucking drugs, man, and like led to her decline. That's what I'm
1: saying. Dude, he's just uh, going he's dude. just he's just roaming around, passing it out to whoever will take it from. Anyway, so this band was short lived, but I don't know if that's one of the reasons, but <laughs> um Yeah, so so frustrated with the lack of success, Mr. Keith Emerson left and then he started Emerson Lincoln Palmer and they became uh you know
2: they became Emerson like, Palmer. Palmer
1: so yeah. yeah anyway um this song is called the flower king of flies
2: and if that doesn't sound like straight out of the 60s i, I don't know, know what dude. does dude
1: flower king
2: let's give it a go we're going to play the whole song right
1: that's right it's um relatively short
2: let's do it Dude, I just want to know how how it must have felt to be, you know, at the right age, at the right time, and to have stumbled across the nice back in the 60s, because, like, were they getting radio play, you know? Like, was this something that you had to just stumble across or, like, see them live to know that they existed, you know? It's a great question. Dude, It's totally different. It's totally different now, dude.
1: The late 60s was the time to be fucking listening to rock, man.
2: How do you come across a band like The Nice back in the know. 60s? I don't know, dude. I mean,
1: uh, it's not like there wasn't radio, because there was radio.
2: Sure. But... Um, I just don't know. I don't like, know if they would have gotten radio know.
1: play or not. Yeah. But, I mean, think about it, dude. We have to stumble upon... I mean, I know you. It's, it's much easier, obviously, but you know how many bands you and I listen to that don't ever get radio play? I mean, we stumble upon them... right? by just bouncing around on Spotify and stuff. I mean, I know it's not...
2: You gotta be... Yeah, you gotta be looking for it. Yeah, you still gotta look for it. Yeah,
1: it must have been... There must have been more magic to it, man, you know? Right. Or like sense of discovery, you know?
2: Yeah, exactly. That's why I love uh, collecting vinyl, dude, because like for me, I'm flipping through records at a record shop and sometimes I'll pick up a record just based on the album cover. Right that's the same kind of feeling. Like you stumble across something in the wild. You have no idea what it's going to be and you listen to it and you know, it's something special. Right. I, yeah, I I don't know. Um, Hey, if you're listening to us right now and you're of age, you know, and you heard the nice back in the sixties, let us know how you heard about them. Like, did you hear them on the radio? Did you fucking pick up one of their records because you liked their cover art I'm curious about this kind of stuff let us know
1: yeah that's that's a good point so um, like I was saying late 60s this was it you know this was the, This was Zeppelin was about to happen you know Sabbath was about to happen you know and then you go and you know Woodstock happens in 69 so like this was it man this was the time to listen to rock music so yeah these guys, these guys helped usher in prog rock dude what a fucking time yeah man
2: and fuck we'll, we missed we'll, it dude we'll we never missed all of this know, dude. we'll never know we missed
1: all of it man but that's alright you know what we still get to you know we can pull it up on Spotify any old time and push play <laughs> <laughs> any sure. old time dude sure, sure anyway um, that's all I got so
2: this is great man
1: yeah I mean just it's a cool it's a cool album Um, honestly I Aside from like the organ, which I really like that little organ trill thing that happens right right before the first chorus, yeah, um, that's cool. I don't think there's anything in particular about that song that makes me think, oh wow,
2: this is a progressive rock song. You Same know? dude, I was thinking now, it. I didn't want to say it.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, you know, the one the, the 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 track that we played last week, Rondo. I think it's a little bit more obvious because they're they're taking a a brubeck. Jazz song and a song by Sebastian Bach, and sort of matching them together. And it's instrumental, and it was a little bit longer, and they sort of came in and out of those genres, you know, on like this underbed of rock music. So that right, was right. a little bit more obvious. So it's not like this track in particular you could
2: call progressive rock, but hey, man, that's what side tracks are for.
1: Dude. Yeah. I mean, I hate it. It's a cool track, you know, totally. So, anyway, it. yeah. It, um, anyway. If you're curious, go check it out. Check out the album. It's called uh, The Thoughts of Immerlist Dav... Dav Shit, it's hard to say. The Thoughts of Immerlist Dav Jack. And it was their debut record, 1967. Sorry, 1968 is when it came out. Um, And that's that, man. Sidetrack. Cool. Short and sweet. And we're going to do something on this sidetrack that we've never done before and that we're gonna oh shit yeah dude. continue to do going forward because you just we can't stop dude all we do is, is is share music you can't stop us so we're gonna do our uh what you heard segment every episode or yeah we're gonna try our damnedest to do it every episode how about that so if you care to stick around we're gonna Share a couple more tracks But these are yes. completely random It's whatever uh, we have stumbled upon this week And are jamming to this week Could be a brand new track Could be a track from the 60s Alright, so uh, we're going to take a quick break And when we get back We're going to play our what you heards. And we're back So Q, you said you're going to go first Let's hear what you got.
2: All right, dude. Have you heard of a band called Salt? S A U L T, all caps.
1: What's with the all capital letters these days? you don't seen, like know, bands dude. are doing that all the
2: time. Um, no, I've never, I've never heard of them. No. Okay, I hadn't either. Uh, I heard a song from theirs on uh, KEXP the other day. And it, uh,
1: can I stop you right there? Okay. So many songs that you brought to the table you've heard on KEXP.
2: It's it's just the perks of living in Seattle, dude. KEXP is fucking amazing, dude. It sounds I like can't it. stress that enough. Um, so this is a band that is purposely trying to be kind of uh, mysterious. Like, there's they're purposely not doing any interviews. Like there's not a lot about this band online. This is their debut album. It came out this year. It's called Five, the number five. I had a really hard time picking a song from this album to play today because they're they're all great. It really spans a lot of genres. There's elements of funk and like old school like Bebop and Soul. Um there's a lot going on with this record. I'm gonna play my favorite one that kind of sticks out to me and we're gonna play the whole song there's really not that many that much singing in the song it's more like just talking uh, throughout the song and I just like the message behind it this song is called think about it
1: Feel like, I need to work it out and think about it.
2: <laughs> Did you like it, dude?
1: Yeah, no, I liked it a lot. So, you know, there was a lot of um, you know, it kind of had some like Motown vibes, yeah, in it, dude. it had some soul that's, to that's it. That's the
2: thing about this record, man. It's it's all those things all wrapped up in one, yeah, it's and, cool, and it's cool because, like, like I said, I had a hard time picking a uh, song. Uh, this is kind of like an uh, just like a more uh light-hearted kind of song on the record you know like it's you know she's saying things like if you don't know act like you know
1: it's called fake until you make it dude exactly
2: yeah like I just, I just love it man it's cool and i like i like the bass line
1: made a whole career about uh, faking until i made it you know dude you and me both
2: brother <laughs> <laughs> anyways so the album is called five it just came out this year um The band is called SALT. It's all caps. S-A-U-L-T. Check it out. It's a great lesson from start to finish. What you got for us today, bro? All
1: right, Q. This is a fresh-dropped beat. And by beat, I mean um, it's just a song. It's not like an (laughs) only song. It came out in... uh, Well, it came out this week, I I think. It came out on... uh, Man... It's hard to find information
2: sometimes, <laughs> yeah. Right, especially when you need it Good. right God. now while we're recording. Okay,
1: it came out. It came out last last week, so it came out September thirteenth, okay, twenty nineteen. So it's brand spanking new, depending on when you listen to this episode. Uh, but this is one of my favorite singer songwriters. His name is Luke Temple, and uh, you may know him from the band Here We Go Magic.
2: Uh, okay. which was,
1: yeah, was kind of popular back in the, the 2010s. Um, and they haven't done much a, a, as a group. Uh, I don't know if they're on hiatus or, or what, but their their last album was, was four years ago um, called Be Small. But Luke has been pretty um, prolific just doing his own solo stuff. He's actually started he, – he actually has two solo projects. He kind of reminds me of um, – I, I feel like I'm starting to mention this guy's name – Every week now, but he reminds me of Chaz Bundick of Toro Y moi. He's got multiple side projects. Toro Y or I should Chaz Bundick, you know, he does stuff under Toro Y moi. He does his own solo stuff under his name, and then he does uh, some electronic stuff under the name Lay Sins. So anyway, um, this guy is super talented. He's a singer songwriter who kind of reminds, like he. He is so sort of experimental and like quirky and, and sort of um, he he has a lot of different genres that he mashes together. Um, but uh, anyway, let's listen to the song and then we'll talk about this guy a little bit more. But again, I just love this guy. I think his, 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 his songwriting is super creative and original and unique. This album is called both and, Uh, And we're going to listen to a song called Don't Call Me Windy. And we're going to let it play for quite a bit of the song here. So here we go. that man get ready to love the whole album man because it's
2: i mean that's just how he that's how he writes what a unique fucking songwriter man. that's what i'm telling you
1: dude i'm telling you man you got to go back and listen to his 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 whole whole catalog dude anyway um so like i said super super original right and like he kind of reminds me like when he when he does that really sort of like that turn on a on a but on, on you know when he switches it up a little bit there in that yeah. song and does that like that stop mm-hmm. um, moment in the song like he kind of it makes me th- think of david byrne of of talking heads okay yeah you know how he would do really quirky stuff like that sometimes totally um and you know his voice kind of reminds me of paul simon sometimes the, the you know the drum beat in the background the whole time was kind of a unique drum i sound. liked
2: that dude i liked how repetitive it, was that was. Yeah, it was constant yeah it was constant and i love the that kind of stuff dude yeah i'm all about so it.
1: this guy's great man so this whole album is really good and it's you know we say this all the time but this is one of those records that you just need to push play on track one and let it go especially on this album because that's our fucking motto dude i know we I, we say it every week but like with this record in particular it it's one of those things where each song flows into the next seamlessly, you know? So it's meant, it's meant to be played um, all the way through, you know, he's, he's he's taking on a journey. So anyway, um, again, this guy's name is Luke temple. Um, Let me read something real quick from the, the, the record label native cat recordings. They said both end is a record encompassing both the beautiful and the jarring both the bright pop hooks of Temple's work with Here We Go Magic and a thrilling experimental bent with songs looking directly at living within time passing. There you go. So that's, I don't know what more you need to hear. Uh, pull it up, push play. It's called Both And by Luke Temple. So there you go. That's, that'll do it for this week. Um, again, this was our sidetrack episode for uh, last week's coverage on Fragile by Yes and uh next week q are we gonna spill beans or not i don't remember what we're covering next week dude oh don't worry let me tell you (laughs) next week we're finally going to talk about queens of the stone age and the record songs for the deaf i mean if there's ever been you know we've talked about on you know a few episodes here and there we'll say hey this is one of those albums that Since the inception of this podcast, we knew that we were going to talk about this record at some point, and this is one of those records. Absolutely, dude. I can't wait. This is sort of the premature start of our metal month that's going to
2: start in October. Yes. Dude, October is going to be great, man. I'm excited to get into metal with you, dude, because it's one of those genres that I've never really clicked with. I... Well, you're enjoy about to start, it? dude. You're I, about look, to start I enjoy clicking. it when I hear it, and I appreciate it, but I just, I don't listen to metal on my own. So if it isn't for you, I'm not going to listen to it. So I'm excited to get into it for a whole month with you, dude. Get ready to start clicking, dude.
1: I'm, re- I'm ready. It's going to start. You're, you're going to be clicking all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. So get ready. I'm, um, dude, I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're (laughs) – are you ready or not? Uh, Dude, I'm so ready. So next week, like I said, we're going to start it off with Queens of the Stone Age, one of the most successful of the desert rock, stoner rock genre. And um, basically, it's just going to be a love fest for um, Josh Holm, the the singer – lead singer songwriter for,
2: dude for josh home and for dave grohl for for yes and for this this album in particular killing it on the drums we get to hear
1: dave grohl get behind the kit i mean what more do you yeah. need to know so uh, all right that's gonna be great man i can't fucking
2: wait i'm so excited man
1: yeah that's all i need to hear so anyway that's that um that'll be next week and that'll do it so uh check us out at uh, well, you can find our website on pantheonpodcast.com. Uh, that's the network that we're a part of. It's a music podcast network. And you can find our our uh, – you, you'll see our, our album art on there. Just click it. And it'll take you to our website. While you're on the Pantheon podcast website, you can check out lots of other great music podcasts. Um, we are the premier music podcast network. Am I allowed to say that? I just did.
2: You just did. And I think uh, you're right, brother.
1: i hey prove me wrong you know (laughs) all right we're gonna play we're gonna have the nice play us out and um the song is called war and peace uh so until next week my name is travis and i'm quentin we'll see y'all next week
3: Hi, I'm Shelley Sorensen, the rock and roll librarian. And I'm Christian Swain, the rock and roll archaeologist.
1: I love books, especially books about rock and roll musicians. Oh,
3: yes you do, Shelley.
1: I'm living vicariously,
3: because I've always wanted to be one myself. Uh, well, doesn't everybody?
1: Hmm, I don't know, but those who don't are certainly intrigued by musicians' lives and how they followed their dreams.
3: Well, then they should listen to our show, huh?
1: Yes, on this podcast, we discuss one of the books I have read.
3: But I purposely don't to keep it interesting and fresh for everyone.
1: Our conversations are peppered with snippets of songs from the artist's repertoire, as well as music that has inspired and influenced each of them.
3: The Rock and Roll Librarian Show is a part of the Pantheon Podcast Network.
1: Look for us wherever you
3: find great podcasts. 92%